You are listening to the Hunting for Purpose podcast, your go-to source for unlocking your true soul purpose and unleashing it into your business. I'm your host, Coach Holly Marie, and I'm a reformed old-school business strategist turned spiritual business coach. I'm now helping you to tap into your spiritual power and build it into a business that not only changes the world, but brings you abundantly flowing money while you do it. Stay tuned for an epic show ahead and be sure to share your listening experience on Instagram, tagging me at Coach Holly Marie so I can share the love. Now, grab your crystals, light some sage, and let's get hunting for purpose. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Hunting for Purpose podcast. This is where we pull back the veil on how entrepreneurs from around the world are aligning their business with their soul's purpose and building it into that deeply satisfying success. Today, I'm so excited that we are joined by the most amazing guest. Today, Brandeline from Spiritual Awakening Babe is joining us. She is a spiritual awakening coach. You were a professional psychic medium, I believe. Yes. And yeah. all around total spiritual badass. I know you are going to love everything that comes out of her mouth today. Thank you so much for joining me, Brandeline. It's so exciting to have you here. Oh my goodness. I am so excited to be here. Like we just vibe so well together. And when we decided to be on here, I was like, yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. You are so welcome. Total soul buddies. I love, I love finding that in other women. So Brandeline, tell me a little bit about your business, Spiritual Awakening Babe, and the specific type of work that you do within that business. Okay. So I'm known as spiritual awakening babe on Instagram. And what I do is I help people awaken to their spiritual gifts and I support them through their spiritual awakening process all the way from beginning to business. So what will happen is either people are having symptoms of that spiritual awakening and then they find me trying to say, am I crazy? Like this is going on. And then what will happen is I help them develop into their gifts. So they become that psychic, become that medium and really finding their purpose through that process. And then they all of a sudden they have um, something that they could offer to the world and create an online business. And so that's what I do. That is incredible. What, what an amazing amount of transformation you must see every day it, in your business. It is such a blessing. I am so blessed and so honored to be able to witness the transformation. Mm -hmm. That's what makes it all worth it. Yeah, absolutely. So given that you, you spend the bulk of your work helping people through that process of, of finding purpose and spiritually awakening it and creating it into something really to serve the world, I'm curious about what was your journey to find that, that own purpose within yourself? You know, I love that you asked me that question because um, like we were talking about before we, we started the podcast is I used to work in commercial real estate mm. for over 15 years. So I was in corporate and that's, when I just knew something wasn't aligned with me, I just knew, I kept thinking, when is the joy going to happen in my life? When am I going to experience joy? Not until I retire or my 401k equals this certain amount or um, I get social security when I'm 72. And it just deflated me yeah. so badly that I ended up um, getting sick from just the work because my soul was crying, but I didn't know how, right? We always talk about the how. I don't know, how am I going to get out of here? Mm. Um, so I, I took like a leave of absence, which is the best freaking thing I ever did. And we ended up, um, they ended up letting me go because I just wasn't ready to come back. And so we moved across the country. It was just so synchronistic. That's a whole other story. Mm. But the minute I got there, that's when I really started feeling 
spirit. I knew somebody was there and they were watching me. And um, then I kind of, I developed into it. I saw an ad on Facebook about meet your spirit guides. And I studied under a medium. Her name's uh, Sarah Limos. She's on the travel channel now. Amazing. I'm so proud of her. Yeah. And um, it kind of just unfolded to that. And so that's where I found purpose. Mm. I found my purpose. And I was like, this changed my life so much. Everybody needs to know that this is possible. Mm. It sounds like really in your story, the key to unlocking that purpose was, was initially in unlocking that spirituality and that divine connection within yourself. A hundred percent. I, I, now I call that the, the God sized hole. Like everybody's searching for the, they, that there's this huge hole they have. Um, they don't understand. So they're filling it with alcohol or booze or, you know, um, bad relationships, or they're just seeking something. They feel like they're missing it. Um, and that's why I call it the God sized hole. Once we find this connection to divine source, whatever you want to call it, mm. then all of a sudden you have this fulfillment. And you can really understand that I'm not just here to pay bills until I die. I'm here to make an impact and mm. to help others. I know so many people could resonate with that, especially as you were talking earlier about, you know, being in that space where you were doing the commercial real estate and, and for, you know, if for all outside observation, it probably looked fantastic. I mean, that's, that's meant to be the dream, isn't it? That you get a great job and you, you have a house and, You've got all of the material things that you need, but so many of us, and I would argue that every single person, actually, it's just that some people don't acknowledge it, that, that so many people have this sense of, of being disillusioned with that, that we've pursued this dream and it's empty because there's, there's no purpose to it. A hundred percent. And that was, I want to say that was my biggest struggle was because like my mother was that generation you know behind me or above me and that all that worked for her having that job that security that paycheck that 401k and planning for her retirement it worked for her mm -hmm. and so when I was saying this is not working for me then I I lost that support and so that was one of the biggest challenges ever in my life mm -hmm. is stepping away from something that's normal my gosh, absolutely. You nailed it. Yeah, there is, there are real emotional and social repercussions from, from being brave enough to step away from that normal. Did you, did you face any other obstacles? Were there other relationships that broke down in your life or did it have a financial impact on you? I know you spoke about moving across the country. That had to have been a, a real mind trick. That was, a, it was crazy amazing. We went to uh, Traverse City, Michigan for my husband's birthday because some of his family was sprinkled throughout Michigan and we've never been to that Traverse City. As soon as I saw that water, I just, I knew that I had to live there. We had no plans. My husband, I think still was employed at that time. And we, we flew back to Vegas six weeks later. We were living, living in Traverse City. I so know. that was huge. Mm. But the other question you asked about the other relationship problems, oh my gosh. <laughs> when I, <laughs> Big question, so many. <laughs> when I discovered and realized and developed and could know that I could speak to the dead mm. and all of this process and spirit guides and all this, oh, my husband and I, we had a big challenge. Mm. Uh, he thought I was literally going crazy. Wow. He was embarrassed of me. It was really, really tough moment. Um, so that's something else I help my clients with because it's obviously something that they grow through when they're having their spiritual awakening is they're the people that they live with. 
start looking at him like, are, are you okay? Like, are you, you can't talk to dead people, you know? <laughs> and my husband said once, uh, you let a dead person in here and I'm leaving. I, <laughs> I was just thinking to him, how does he know if they're in here? <laughs> <laughs> what a dichotomy though, from, from that one side of the coin of saying you're crazy to the flip side of that coin saying, well, I, I now see that you are seeing dead people and you're the authority as to whether they come into our lives or not. That's quite a journey. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, in essence, that's actually acceptance, begrudging acceptance, <laughs> acceptance all the same. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. How did you begin that journey? We spoke in the intro, you used to be a professional psychic medium. How did you begin the journey into that initially? Well, it was through the development that I did with the, another medium, kind of like if you hire a coach to kind of help you mm. grow your business. Mm. So too was I growing my gifts. And then um, I just started doing sessions. I just started doing sessions, and then I um, started teaching a little bit of classes locally. And then I saw that the lessons that I was teaching my my clients was making them do it. So, yeah, so I did readings for quite quite some time. It wasn't until um, after my mom passed away, which hasn't even been a year, that that's when I was like, okay, I'm, I'm done doing readings, and I really just need to be an educator and a coach because these little onesies, twosies, and I love readings. I'll go, I'll be the first one in line to go get one. But that's, I just stepped away from, from that to really help that next level of the, the people that are wanting to step into that role and help them in the business aspect of it. Yeah, beautiful. Did you have any hesitations, like confidence blocks when you first started doing sessions as a psychic medium? Oh yeah. And I think that that's a big problem with every psychic. Mm-hmm. Um, I would assume it's, it's everybody that I see because all of a sudden you have this gift that is invisible and you have no way of really, I, I don't want to say you have no way, but like you're seeing spirit, you're, you're transferring the information that's coming through you, but you always have this doubt because it always feels like you're imagining it because it actually comes through that side of your brain, the imagination side of your brain. So it's never straight up somebody standing right there telling you word for word for word. Sometimes you get a sentence, but you really have to, I always tell my clients, my students, trust and allow, trust the information enough to allow it to come out of your mouth. You've got to deliver the mail and don't worry about what the mail says. Don't try to translate it for yourself because it's not for you. It's for your client. You literally just say, I see a woman and she's standing in here in this outfit and she's shaking her hips and she looks like this. And I have this overwhelming smell of chili. And I think she's trying to make you cook her chili, you know, and then the client will go, oh my God, that's my Nana or whatever. And and then they know. Mm. I really think that's such a perfect description of the journey of all spiritual expansion and spiritual growth is that it does have this very surreal Um, imaginary kind of quality to it because it does come through from that side of your brain. And in my experience, I find that a lot of people doubt their abilities in that space and doubt their gift and doubt their own growth even. That when they start to hear the voice of intuition, when they activate their soul, when they get divine downloads, or even when they, you know, play around with oracle cards or, or tarot cards and they pull a card that's so perfect for speaking to exactly what they ask, and they doubt it because it comes through this very human filter of maybe I didn't get that right. Exactly. Yeah, your logical mind wants to, it wants to understand. That's why, like, I talk about opening the mail because it wants to 
no, how did it, how did you guys know that? Are you sure you're talking to me? It's like logic wants to logically figure it out. It doesn't work that way with spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have any moments like decision moments where you said, no, this is it. This is, this is the psychic ability that's coming through and and I'm going to pursue it. Or was it much more strategic for you? Did you kind of have to work yourself into that place of being brave enough to do it publicly? I think a little bit of both really. Yeah. I mean, there's some sessions that I just, you just never forget. There's just no way you can make that stuff up. Like there's just no way. <laughs> and then you, you start learning other people's energies. So you go, go to a session and you're feeling really brave, but then the person that you're about to connect with has this very powerful, strong energy. And she's kind of got a browser down and she kind of looks mean. <laughs> it could <laughs> knock you right off of the, the thing because the energy goes from you to me and me to you. And so we're suing in each other's pot. And if for some reason that person has hard, a hard energy, it's kind of harder for you to go through. So I think it goes in phases for psychics too. But once you, once you get good and you have your routine down, I guess, if you will, it's just like this process that you go through and you know that they're going to be there. Spirit will never leave you. They're always there. It's only your energy. Is it open or closed? Are you receiving or are you trying to figure it out and doubting yourself? Yeah. Yeah. I love that you speak so much about energy. I know that energy is one of your, like (laughs) your pet projects is such an energy nerd. And it's such, it's such an expansive field of knowledge, which I, I think is really, really overlooked in the entrepreneur space. I mean, we talk a lot about mindset, which is, which is a very broad term that covers so many things. For me, mindset really comes down to that combination of, of beliefs and energy. And that creates self-talk and and behavior. So we need to be so responsible for what our energetic state is. And I love that in the work that you do, you speak so much about energy and you're so honest in the way that you show up in your content too. About, yeah, yeah, about, you know, this is the energy that I'm in. This is what I'm doing. Do you feel like you had a moment of awareness? Like, do you recall the first time where you went, oh my gosh, I can actually recognize what this energy frequency is that's happening? You know, I I like to say that when you are developing your gifts, because everybody has it different, Mm -hmm. that you become the investigator. And it's through multiple times. So for me, like clairsentience is psychic feeling, right? Mm -hmm. I would keep getting this weird feeling and I can only describe it as like pulling my hands apart from each other. Like one stays here and one goes further away. Mm -hmm. And it happened in my stomach. And so, and then once every time I feel that feeling, I know that they're telling me that somebody is living further away from you. They're living far. Like I would be like, your sister lives far. And the further the pull in my stomach would be, and then you could sit in the essence and you could actually feel your sister lives in Colorado. Like I feel Colorado. I know exactly what that feels. And once you have that feeling, then you always, I would say, once you feel that feeling and you know what it equals for you, because that feeling might mean something different to you. Then you you just repeat it. It's your dictionary. It's your spiritual dictionary. Mm. You know that, you know what joy feels like in your stomach. Well, guess what? Colorado has a feeling too, you know, or hot dogs or whatever. It all has a feeling. (laughs) Once you're able to sit still enough and be that energetic tool to realize that all information is energy. And if you could sit here and receive it in a certain way, whether it's feeling, hearing, seeing, or knowing, and then just go with it. And then, you know, Mm, yeah, you, I mean, you just touched on exactly what I was going to say. I think societally, what, what we're very used to is knowing the energy frequency of fear. And uh, we, we know all its friends 
right? We know yeah. that very, very well. Or, you know, fear and anxiety and worry and doubt and panic and stress. We know, we know all of those things intimately well and how they feel in our body and how they dictate our behavior. But there is a bit of a misconception that, you know, we, we can't attach to, to the other feelings. We can't attach to the high frequency energies. We can't attach to those, those psychic and divine downloads that come to us. Have you found that in the, the clients and your audience that comes to you? It's true. Everything you just said, it's true. We trust what we've been taught so much and it's become so normal to us. Um, but whatever is outside of that box, right? And then you and I get all geeky when we're talking about subconscious mind, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Whatever's outside of that, you kind of, they ignore because it's, it's something that your mind just skips over. It doesn't pay attention to that. Yeah. But when we slow down or when you, when you uh, get taught, or if I ask you, what is behind the door? I just want you to tell me what's behind the door. You'll be able to tell me. You just don't, you could do it. You just don't know you could do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think the practice of, of self-inquiry and being inquisitive about your, your own experience and your own energy and your own thoughts and your own beliefs and all of those things, it's the, I would say that's the single most powerful tool that I use in my own life and, and in my business with my clients. Do you do a lot of that with the clients that you work with? Do you do a lot of self-inquiry and, and self-examination? Yeah. So how I shifted from doing the readings, yes. right? one of the main reasons why I shifted doing the readings. And like I say, I still believe in readings. I still think they're great. But for me, because I did so many spirit says the same thing to everybody. Right. And I might've lost track of your question. But, um, <laughs> roll say, with it. Roll with it. You got it. <laughs> I say the same thing to everybody. And so that's what it is. It's now in my coaching, right. With my clients, I can tell by the words that they use, how they use them or just their energy. Like if they're getting a reading always for me, always, it's just not called a reading anymore. But yeah, asking them, why did you say that? You know, and then helping them realize that the thoughts that are going on in their head are coming out of their mouth and framing what their human experience is. Yeah. So yeah, the self introspection. Why did you say that? What comes up for you with that? Like, what are you hiding behind there and helping them see what's underlying underneath? Mm, we have all the answers. We have them. We're just ignoring them. Yeah. It's powerful. And you touched on this just then when you were speaking in my experience with this journey of purpose in business, it's an evolutionary journey. I was very much, you know, 10 years ago in business held by this concept that I had to find one purpose and that that would be it. I had to, to meet it and achieve it and be perfect at it. And, and what I found is I've really surrendered to that process and become inquisitive about myself and connecting to my soul is that the service to our purpose grows and changes and shifts. And I love that in your journey, you move from that space of, Hey, I was a real estate agent and then I became a psychic medium. And now I'm an awakening coach and I teach people how to build purpose into business. Do you have that same sense that your service to your purpose grows as you grow? A hundred percent. And I really think that a lot of your listeners, especially if they're entrepreneurs, really needed to hear that because how many people get stuck in their niche? Oh my gosh. Yes. Right. Yeah. And so they think, okay, well, I can only talk to this one person because that's what my niche is and that's what my purpose is. And so I laugh because I'm spiritual awakening babe, right? But um, what, what comes out of my mouth is money mindset and relationship dynamics and um, it's all of these things that I have learned through my process. So what was it like eight years ago when we moved to Michigan and I had my awakening and then 
evolved my business six, you know, six years. And so it went from, you know, teaching people to be psychic to really helping them have confidence and being able to charge and stand in their worth and, and the money and the mindset behind that. Right. And then helping them grow through their relationship. So it's every single thing that I have evolved in my purpose is part of my brand and it shifts and it grows. Mm, yeah. Absolutely. I love, my gosh, we're so just on the same wavelength. You absolutely touched on exactly what I was just thinking of saying. Again, entrepreneurs stress over like, what is the best content to bring for this niche? And, you know, how do I get those clients? I've been having conversations about this just over the last week about authority. How do you, how do you be in that authority? And it really boils down to which past version of myself am I serving? Here. Amen. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And as we evolve, the person that we serve also evolves. And really that comes down to being willing to surrender the structures that we've created in our niche and our offers. I know you are absolutely loving everything about this juicy podcast episode and I'm interrupting your listening pleasure just for one moment to tell you about a 21-day challenge that you absolutely need. The 21-day permission challenge is starting soon and it is giving you all of the permission that you need to break through and quantum leap to the next level version of yourself in just 21 days. The 21-day permission challenge costs $21 and it is a 21-day guided challenge to give you a permission slip every day for, you guessed it, 21 days. Sign up is available via the link that is listed in the notes for this episode. We start on June 12th. Give yourself the permission that you need to get into this challenge and start quantum leaping into embodying the next level version of yourself that I know you deeply desire to be. I cannot wait to see you there. Have you found that that has evolved for you even as you have moved into this this business space? Have you found that who you serve changes? Yeah. Yeah, I would say I would say so. I think I definitely have a massive following of people that want to develop their gifts or are developing their gifts and they just want to be around some people that don't think they're crazy. <laughs> but yeah, I want to say that that as they evolve, right? Because now I'm helping these these baby psychics as I call them, right? When baby Brandeline was a baby psychic and was scared to charge and was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Helping them get past that, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. And and really, you know, spirit just did like an opening channel for one of my programs. And they literally were like, we support you. Stop. All of you guys stop playing small. We, you did not agree to like incarnate and, and come down in this human experience to suffer. Maybe part of your karma, but get over that. Get over it. <laughs> You're yeah. here. Charge They say charge a million dollars an hour. We will support you. Like get over yourself. Like, yeah. I love it. Spirit saying, get out of your own damn way. (laughs) Come on now. You can do this. Sometimes that's all, that's all the encouragement that you need. But, but if you're not listening to it, it doesn't come into your reality. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Do you have daily practices in your business that you, that you use to kind of keep you connected to this spiritual source and, and to guide you in answering these questions? Like, who am I here to serve and what content do I bring for them? Yes. I am a big person to go meditate and have my journal and literally go meditate with intention. Like, okay, guys, 
this is what we're doing. We're going to create course content today. Oh, heck yeah. Um, I use Archangel Gabriel a lot. He, I call him a he, he could be a he or a she to do my writing and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Incredible. Do you do that really intuitively or are you a structured routine spiritual person? I'm super flowy. I'm all over the place. <laughs> I'm an air sign. So I got to stay grounded. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'll go dive in. You know, I, I do my, I daily meditate. I could get to the sweet spot. I call it sweet spot pretty quickly now. Mm. Once you recognize it, you're just like, I got to go this space right here. Yeah. And it just feels so good. And then it just flows through to me. It's, um, I just get this feeling in my stomach because I'm very clairsentient, psychic feeling, and then um, clairvoyant, psychic seeing. Those are my two strongest. I just get to this sweet spot, and then I know they're there, and I just am like, okay, what's the download? And it's so crazy. Well, it's not crazy, but it's so amazing to get validation. Like just yesterday, I have posted something about impasse and money, and the next thing I know, one of our sisters is building a course on sensitive people and money. And it's <laughs> spirit wants to give a major download to a lot of people. And then we, what we do is we absorb it and then we digest it out. We like spurt it out in our own flavor mm -hmm. so that all of the planet gets some sort of upgrade of information, but it's flowing through me in a certain way. It's flowing through you in a certain way. It's amazing. It's awesome. Yeah. It's extraordinary, isn't it? And you, you and I have experienced that too, you know, launching a very, very similar program at yeah. the same time. Same spiritual download, completely different like context <laughs> coming out of our mouths. But I, what I really enjoy about, about your energy and the way that you approach business is that you celebrate that, that it is for the higher good. It's not about jealousy or comparison or I have to get my piece of the pie. But this is a collective effort that we are making here to bring more spirit to the world. A hundred percent. And don't get me wrong. I used to be in that small, small space where I felt like I had to fight for my piece of the pie. Yeah. It's till you can come full circle and sit and go, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is all soup. I like to call it cosmic soup. <laughs> yes. And I'm an ingredient in it. And they will support you. It's all about you. You have to believe it. You have to come to this place where you know you're going to be supported. And then you start having the power of believability is what I like to call it. Because then you get little tips and little hints that, they really are there. And then you believe it a little bit more and you get a little more confident and more and more. But at this point, yeah, I'm so grateful. I'm at that place where it's just mm -hmm. like when I was watching you and I'm like, we're saying the same thing. <laughs> this is crazy. But knowing that the people that signed up for your program and this people that signed up for my program are exactly divinely guided because they exactly needed whatever flavor that we have. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. I think that, you know, that really speaks to comparisonitis that a lot of entrepreneurs, not even just newbie entrepreneurs, but very established entrepreneurs is really still struggling being in that space of comparing to similar niches to them. For me, that, that boils down to that sense of purpose connection. You know, when, when we move in our purpose, when we really are spiritually connected to what we're being divinely called to do, there doesn't seem a need to compare to other people. There, are, there only is a sense of celebration. But I'm curious about your thoughts on that. I, I love that you just said that. I, I never thought of it that way, but I think you're right. When you realize that I'm living my purpose, and I'm divinely supported. Yeah. Everything just flows so much better. It really does. Yeah. Everything flows better with spirit. 
let's be real. Like it's when we bring humanness into it. That's when we get stuck. <laughs> that's when we mess it up. The, when that's the right. ego gets involved and the fear and the small talk. And you yeah. just got to surrender. Spirit always knows better than we do. <laughs> I have to remind myself of that on some days. <laughs> oh, well, me, me too. Always. Like even when you and I were talking, you're like, let go of the how. And I'm like, she's telling me my own language. Okay. <laughs> I will listen. And it turned out just perfect. Perfect. Yeah. 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 That's, I mean, that's the beauty of a coach, isn't it? Having somebody in your corner that reflects that back to you, even, exactly. even, even if it's experiences and lessons that we already know, but just to say, look, this is, I can see, this is the space that you're in. I'm going to paint a picture for you. And sometimes that's all the clarity we need to make a, a better decision. Oh, totally. Yeah. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. And that's why I like readings right? Or sending people off to that reading. Because the way I like to describe it to my students, my clients, is that a reading is fantastic. This is for somebody to just get this update on what your spiritual team is telling you or your past loved ones, right? Um, But then it's up to that person that received the reading to go do the work on their own. And if they keep coming back to get that reading, this is when we need to say, hey, I'm thinking you're needing a coach. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get you in a coaching package instead of coming back for a reading here and a reading there. But someone like us, like maybe if I just came to you and it, maybe it wasn't called a reading, but it's like, I call mine like an alignment session. Oh, I love that. Right. Yeah. Where it's like, let's do a 90 minute, get you back into alignment. But, and then it's off to you. You have to be confident that you're going to go do this. Otherwise you need a coaching. package. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's authority all over, isn't it? Oh, well, thank yeah. you. <laughs> You know, I'm I'm not here to beg for you to work with me. I'm I'm here to be a vessel for spirit and to create this higher good. So I love that I love that you do that. Are you do you have like common struggles that your your clients or your audience comes to you with? Considering you're you're on this kind of you know very very niche line in your business of of bringing people into this spiritual awakening and then specifically building it into a business. Do you see patterns of struggles and blocks that people have when they initially come to you? One of the huge ones is self-worth and value. Mm. Again, because they feel there's this big stigma, right? With spiritual gifts. You should give it away for free because you're gifted. God gave it to you. So you should give it away for free. Well, (laughs) God, God gave somebody like the inkling to like go become a brain surgeon. What a beautiful gift that is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, and a very amazing. financially abundant gift too. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> and how amazing is it that somebody is really, really good at being an attorney and they're so passionate about sharing their gift of whatever it is that they do as an attorney. Mm-hmm. So that's a big part for my people is they come out because that is the, the norm, right? Or at least it used to be the norm. And that's the one of their biggest problems. It's like, no, this is energy people. Like you are sitting down, you are channeling, you are being this vessel. And you are giving somebody so much value that's going to help them live a better life. And you think you should be living over here in poverty? No, no. So that's why all money, money got involved into my niche, into my brand. And then the other thing is relationship dynamics, because once you make this massive transformation in knowing who you are and knowing what you're able to do and that you are this vessel, everything has to change, right? I like to Again, every cell, every dynamic. So the relationships, right? They 
are scared to come out of the spiritual closet because their parents will think they're talking to the devil or their spouse thinks they're crazy, you know, or you should go get a real job. You know, those, those are the main struggles that my clients have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially, especially around that. I love how you just described that, like the cellular shaking, you know, that sense of, um, I sometimes call it inertia, that it's, it's like the ground shifting underneath you. And I'm, so grateful to have come to a place in my journey where, where I get that sense and I immediately begin to celebrate and be grateful because I know, I know that the door is opening to another up level, but in the early days, good Lord, <laughs> that was unsettling. <laughs> Amen to that. Right. Right. right? It's, and um. it's, it's such a challenge to our ideas of control and stability and comfort. And it's, I mean, it's, it's in letting go of those ideas that we actually experience that, but it's true. And I, I always have to think back and thank spirit for my brokest moments ever. Right. Because back then I thought I was mad at them. I was mad at everybody. I was like, I am such a good person. Why is this happening to me? And that was my old mindset. Well, now I realize it was happening for me so that I could help all these people. Yes. Damn woman, you're on fire. The distinction between this is happening to me and this is happening for me is one of the most powerful belief system shifts that I believe you could ever give yourself. Truly. Mm -hmm. It truly is. And, and that will hold you steady in business too. True. Our customers' objections, they're not happening to us. They're happening for us. You know, our difficulty to step up into a new product or a new service, that's not happening to us. That's happening for us. Those days as an entrepreneur, when you're so damn tired, <laughs> you just don't want to get up and do it anymore. You don't want to show your face on social media. You don't, you don't want to do any of the work. That's happening for you, not to you. I love that you put it in that perspective. It's so true. Yeah. It yeah. is so true. Like the client objections, that was very a good perspective for me to see it's happening for you so that you're going to be able to help that next person that has that same objective and be able to channel through whatever they need to hear in order for them to level up. Yeah. And who knows what that is doing for this person that you're speaking to as well. If we believe that collectively everything is happening for us, then that experience is happening both on our side and, and both on their side for all of those people that say no to working with you. And this is so important for the newbie entrepreneurs. When you receive these no's and they feel so crushing, try to step into the belief system that not only did this happen for you to learn how to serve better, to be more open, to refine your understanding of your client, but perhaps that that was an empowering moment for the person you were speaking to as well. Yeah. Perhaps that was the first time they'd ever proudly stood in saying no to something. And that's Ooh. happening for them too. I like that. Yeah. It's all, all about the empowerment up in here, yo. <laughs> <laughs> what piece of advice would you give to those baby psychics that you speak to who are just coming up into that, that psychic space, that spiritual connection and feeling that, that inertia, feeling that cellular vibration happening? What advice would you give to them in that space? You know what? That they are a big freaking deal. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Yes, they are. <laughs> And the other part of the advice is show up because if you don't, there's ripples of people that aren't being served if you don't show up. Mm. Mm. And, and the power of your pricing, right? Don't show up with this little tiny, make something that's a little bit scary for you or a lot scary because the 
the people are going to believe in the transformation more if you have a decent price tag on there. Right. I promise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah. promise. <laughs> and on my heart, you've, you've heard it right here. Brandeline swears. This is, you can charge the higher prices. It is good for you. It's good for you to do this. I personally believe, you know, in my space as a spiritual business coach that charging the prices that do feel a little bit scary to me, that do feel like a little bit of a push, you know, especially when people question them too. For me, that's stepping into the energy of value. And that says, I value the work that I do. And if you want to join me, you're accepting this energy of value as well. Beautifully Which, stated. Beautiful. Yeah, I think that's the best energetic exchange you can be in as a coach and a client that you're both valuing exactly what the experience is. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Oh my God. I love your mind, Brandeline. You're incredible. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Let the listeners know what is coming up for you and spiritual awakening babe in 2020. I'm sure there are amazing things on the horizon for you. Programs you mean, or what am I doing personally or well, both, both, but what's, what's happening at spiritual awakening babe? For me, I am in this amazing mastermind and I'm always going to be investing, investing a lot more. So yeah, the next six months is just super planned out. And one of my biggest programs is called the Awaken program. That's the one that helps you go from zero to psychic medium. I'm letting that out of the vault. It's been in the vault Ooh, exciting a little bit later this year. Yeah, so. I'm seeing a lot of baby psychics coming into their cells later this year. <laughs> yep, and I have another program that I'm going to start hyping soon, and that's for the person that um, is ready to go, that's already intuitive, but needs that next nudge, like how am I going to step into the online space and how am I going to get more confident in my sessions? And it's going to yeah. be exciting. That is awesome. Do you do any one-on-one -on -one coaching as well, Brandeline, or are you all group programs? No, I do one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, I absolutely do one-on-one. -on -one. I love it. And I love my group programs having that little extra VIP part where they can still talk to me too. So yeah, I love it. And can people contact you anytime about one-on-one? -on -one? Sure. Yeah, they can sure. go to Come my on. website, which is about to be spiritualawakeningbabe.com. But it's my first name right now, brandaline.com. That's how I started my brand. Yeah. And then Instagram, I'm at Spiritual Awakening Babe. My friend, Brandeline, is well worth the follow. On Instagram alone, she she is both educational and intuitive and wildly hilarious. So Thank you. I, <laughs> that, was, that was important for me. So, yeah, well, I, if you would like that very, very refreshing but powerful authoritarian approach to what spirituality really is and, and how you can learn to step into that space, I mean, Brandeline, she's your girl. There's... um. There's no mincing around. You keep it all very real, which is, which is exceptional. Thank you so much. I, yeah, I got to keep it real. Yeah, that's it. Thank you so much for joining us here today. I so, so deeply appreciate your time. Um, and I know, I know that for everybody listening to this, there are going to be budding little psychics and spiritual awakening light bulbs going on all around the world as this episode goes out. So thank you for sharing your journey so beautifully and honestly. And I cannot wait to see what is coming up next for Spiritual Awakening, babe. Thank you so much for having me on here. I'm so grateful to speak on this and have all your listeners be able to meet somebody new. So yeah, come and say hi to me. You know, send me a message on Instagram. Don't just follow. Say, hey, I heard you on the podcast. So I know where you came from and we can connect. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Hunting for Purpose. If you love this episode, don't forget to take a photo or a screenshot, jump on over to Instagram and tag me at Coach Holly Marie on your stories or your posts so that I can share the excitement with you. We will definitely be meeting again on the next episode, but until then, keep hunting for your purpose, babe.